Welcome to the New Author Podcast with your hosts, Jerry Evanoff and Lindsay Evanoff. The super siblings will take you through their days as they write, publish, and market their books. They'll talk about their successes, their mistakes, and everything in between. And occasionally, they'll veer off into tangents that will most likely be discussion of which episode of The Office is their favorite. Seriously, they talk about The Office a lot. So sit back, relax, and prepare to be educated and entertained, but mostly entertained. Hello, everyone. Welcome to the New Author Podcast. Today is April 17th, 2022. This is episode number 162. Happy Easter, everyone. It is Easter Sunday as I record this. I am one of the co-hosts of this podcast, Jerry Evanoff, and I am again for this week all alone. It's just me. Uh, Next week, Rich should be back, and I'm hoping within the next couple weeks to get Lindsay on the podcast also to kind of get a quarterly update of what she's doing uh, since she's taking 2022 off writing and, and pretty much all things uh, uh, writing. But we do want to get an update. She will be back in 2023 to continue working on uh, on her next uh, her next book. So let me uh, so this podcast is going to be all me again, which I'm sure everybody's pleased about. And uh, let me let me run right into my stats. So I am currently sitting at uh, 50,411 words in my murder mystery book. It's book one of a series that I'm going to write. It's going to be more like a, uh, uh, you know, it's not going to be like a to be continued into book two and then a to be continued into book three. It's going to be kind of a a bunch of standalone books that have their own plots, but they're also going to, I think is going to be an overarching plot that my character will have to have to resolve at some point. I'm trying to spread that in right now in book one and kind of not have it in there a whole lot and, and make it more important as it goes goes through each book. That is up uh, 1,176 words from last week. Not as many words as I had hoped for, but uh, I did have a little bit of an issue with one of the chapters, and I'll get to that here in a minute. Uh, if we have any new listeners out there, I do have uh, two books in a science fiction series published, uh, books one and two. I also have a prequel uh, novella for that series. That's book one. That one's going to be a trilogy. So I'll end up with six books, seven books in the series. Three of them will be like a prequel trilogy novella, and then the other four will just be four novels in the series. Uh, Like I said, books one and two have been published, and book one of the prequel trilogy has been published. And I started working on book three about a year and a half ago. um, And after about a year... Uh, maybe a little bit more than a year. I really started to struggle with with it, especially the middle part of it. I know the soggy middle that people talk about. So I put it aside. Um, I have fifty nine thousand three hundred eighteen words done. It's about sixty five percent of the way through. Uh, the the a lot of the beginning into the middle is finished. The ending is finished. I just have to get that that twenty five percent in the middle from like. I don't know, from like 40% to 65% of the way. I have to get that part of it done and, and, and finished. So, and it was kind of a struggle. I was growing tired of the characters, getting bored with it, having trouble plotting it, and I just decided to put it aside. I'd accidentally started writing book four in the series when I was writing the end of book three, and I realized that I'd written the first, first two chapters of book four instead of the last two chapters of book three. So books three and four both started in that series, and as soon as I get done with this first murder mystery i'm going to go back to those two books and get them finished i really want to get that series finished i have a couple of ideas of what i want to do next um so that's where that is uh, in terms of my mailer light mailing list i have a science fiction list that currently sits at 860 people 
Um, I'm not really doing much to increase or decrease that right now, although I have some ideas. I did create another list. It's uh, going to be for the murder mystery itself. That currently sits at zero because I haven't actually done anything with it. Um, but, uh, but, but I have some ideas of what I'm going to start doing with my mailing list uh, that I'll get into here in a few minutes. Uh, and then last week's goal was to finish up through Chapter 9. Um, I believe at the beginning of the week I had had five chapters finished. Uh, no, four chapters. Yeah, the first four were finished. Um, and unfortunately, I did not accomplish this goal. This is one of the few times that I did not make one of my weekly goals. And it's okay. I don't mind because, again, the goals are just for me. They're just for kind of an aiming point for me to something to shoot at throughout the week. Uh, but I really struggled with Chapter 6 this week. Um, it just did not go well. In fact, let me let me get right into my, my weekly recap here. Uh, Sunday night after the podcast, I did a little bit of the podcast a little bit earlier because it, again, it was just me. Um, and I went back to Hothead Burrito and wrote some more. Now, um, it, it was weird. I, I have gone to this one Hothead Burrito so many times uh, near my house that I did not want to go back to it last Sunday for some reason. I wanted to go to a different one, so I tried a different one out. Went in and sat for a while, and you know, it's a Hothead Burrito. It's the same as the other one. Um, and I did chapter five, and I, fin I, I finished it up, went ran it through Grammarly, all the stuff that I like to do, and, and was very happy uh, at that point. N uh, Monday, I did not do anything related to writing. It was kind of like my writer's day off that I like to talk about as a, an optional writer's day off. Uh, Tuesday, though, I worked, and then in the evening, I went to Hothead uh, locally, and I began working on chapter six. And the, the thing about this hothead in the summer is the air conditioner blows right on the table. So I was there for about an hour and I was freezing cold. And um, I did the best I could kind of mapping out the chapter, chapter six, getting it some of the way done. And eventually I had to leave. I, I usually don't leave until about 645. I think I left about 10 after six this time. I was so cold. And I think I was wearing shorts and a t-shirt because it was 65 degrees outside. And it didn't occur to me um, maybe dress up a little bit because of the, w the way this air conditioning blows. And this is the table I like to sit at. I don't want to sit at any other table. Um, I feel like this table allows me to be away from everybody, even though I'm kind of still at the restaurant, which is what I like. Um, so Wednesday, I went to lunch at my little favorite sub place here in town, continued working through chapter six, and was just really struggling. There's a, there's a whole bunch of things going on in this one chapter. Number one, this is the first time I really get to describe the manufacturing plant, and I need to make sure that the, the people that are reading it understand that it's like dimly lit, this is the overnight shift, it's a little bit dirty and dusty. Uh, here's what it looks like. This is the first time that I'm actually describing what they do at the plant, and I did decide to go with uh, making it a hose plant, you know, making hose like garden hose and hoses on tractors, things like that. Uh, this is the company that I used to work at, so I'm gonna kinda model it after one of their plants, because I know it really well. If I was to do something else, some widget out there, I'd have to do a lot of research on it, and it may not come through as uh, believable, but with this, because I know it so well, it, it would be very believable. So that was number one. I really had to work on that. And uh, and another thing I had to do was make it really tense. I mean, this is a tense scene. This is the first attempted murder on one of the main characters that will fail. But I, I don't want the reader to think it's going to fail until the very end because... Uh, there's no reason why, uh, especially with the setup I did in the previous chapter, there's no reason why the reader would be like, hey, this is probably going to fail. She's going to live. I mean, we don't know if she's going to live. At that point, we don't know. So um, it'd be a really fun twist if she did die, but then the story really wouldn't work. So 
Um, that's number two. Number three, it's from the murderer's point of view. And I'm trying to hide the gender of the murderer because I don't want the reader to pick up who it is. I'm actually setting up one of the other characters, a uh, female character uh, who, who we meet early in the book. I'm actually setting her up to be uh, like a red herring. I want the reader to kind of think, wait, maybe it's her. And at the minute I accidentally use the word he or him, um, you know, I lose that that anonymity that I'm trying to keep with the, with the murder. So a lot of things going on with this thing. And I did the best I could. I did not get very far with it on Wednesday, but I did make progress, which is good. Uh, later on in the evening, um, I watched a, a Hallmark Mysteries and Movies movie called Murder 101. It's a two-hour mystery. I think Jill Wagner, who used to be on the show Wipeout, she was like the third host. Um, and I love that show, Wipeout. It was so much fun. It was on in the summer, like 10, 15 years ago. And uh, so a lot of times if I see a Hallmark movie with her in it, I'll watch it because I know her. And uh, it, it was it's this is one of their mysteries. And as I just started watching it, and as I was watching it, I could not believe how similar it was to the Udemy video that I'm using to write my current book. Um, you know, the, the first scene has the crime or the murder, just like in the Udemy video, and just like in my book. About halfway through, you have like this intimate scene between two characters that ends in an action scene, which is exactly what happens in the Udemy video, and it happened in that movie, and it happens in my book. The way the clues are added up and collected throughout the story and then at the very end there's one clue that the reader gets that the the i'm sorry the the main character gets that the reader does not get until a chapter or two later they did the same exact thing in this movie just like the uw video it's really really interesting um i wanted to watch another one of these murder one ones i think there were seven of them it, it's very similar to the the dick van dyke ones that were that i was talked about i believe last week or the week before last with rich he did like four movies basically then stopped after four. Looks like they did seven of these and stopped. Uh, they're from a year or two ago. And um, I wanted to watch more of them. I just wanted to go to go to Hallmark um, or go to my, my Roku and do a search and watch another one of them just to see if I can take some notes or something. And, um, and uh, every one of them was like rent $7.99 on Prime or whatever. It's like there were none of them that were free anywhere, which was kind of surprising for a Hallmark movie. Um, I expected to find it. It wasn't even on the Hallmark Channel in my guide over the next couple weeks. So I'm, I'm waiting for another one of those to come on. And when it does, I want to see I want to see if the writer is the same person who wrote the one I watched earlier this week. And then I want to see if this, the, the setup is kind of the same. I mean, Hallmark movies themselves are formulaic. I mean, everything happens at the same time in every movie. So I'm wondering if the um, I'm wondering if these mysteries are also that kind of formulaic. But we'll see. Um, all right, so I'll, I'll keep you guys updated on that. Um, let's see. Thursday, I went back to lunch, and I continued writing Chapter 6. Um, I did my best to finish it up. It was It's, still, it's, it's a struggle. I've been struggling with it. Uh, but I did my best to finish it up because I forgot to mention this last week, but Thursday night, I had my writer's club. And, um, and I, 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 I think I've said this before. If you're not in a writer's club, you need to find a writer's club. They are amazing. Um, you know, it's it's a great group of people, and they offer great critiques without being mean. Like it's fantastic. And um, so I thought, well, what I'm going to do on Thursday during lunch, I'm going to get as much done as I can with this chapter. That I'm going to read it to them. And I had the chapter end in a cliffhanger, which I believe in the Udemy video he does not. It does not end, in a, but I did it anyway because I liked I liked the ending. The last sentence was something to the effect of, you know, he looked through the the scope. He paused and put his finger on the trigger and pulled the trigger something like that and then i just ended the chapter 
And then I realized that the next chapter is like, you know, 18 hours later, the character who was being shot at, she's not in that chapter. She's not for another couple chapters. It, I don't I don't mind having a cliffhanger like that, but I feel like the resolution has to come soon. And if it doesn't come in the next chapter, I can't just skip ahead 18 hours. This is a main character. The reader's going to want to know what's happening there. So I had the cliffhanger in there. I read it to them, and I got so much good advice. Uh, what needed to be changed, what they liked, what they didn't like. Anything that, that they were like in agreement on, if that's a, if that's a word. Um, you know, if, if one person said, I don't know if I like this, I, I thought, well, I don't know if it's just one person. But when everybody says, yeah, you need to change this, or you need to do it this way, or we think it's better this way, that's when I look at it and go, yeah, you're probably right. So took a bunch of notes from them on Thursday. And then I Friday, Friday night after work, I went back to Hothead and got my table. This time, I, I, it was nice out. It was 60-65 again. I wore jeans and I took a hoodie with me that I had to put on because I did not want to have to leave at 6.10 because I was really cold. And um, I worked until about 6.45, uh, got through the chapter, and um, I pretty much got it finished based on all their changes. The, the only thing I did not do is I ran out of time before I could like just one more read through and run it through Grammarly. So Saturday morning, um, my day was kind of up in the air on Saturday morning. There, there was a chance we were going to golf, and but the weather was awful. It's just this has been such a horrible start to the year. I have not golfed once yet, and people who listen to this podcast know I love to golf. Um, I think at this time last year I had golfed six times, maybe seven times, and I have not golfed once this year because it's it, every week is the same. Monday and Tuesday it starts out warm, and then as the week goes on, it's it cools off, and then Saturday and Sunday are awful. And yesterday was 40 degrees and pouring rain for a couple days. This morning, you know, Easter Sunday, woke up and there was a little bit of snow coming down. I'm just, it's just like, come on. So it's going to be really bad tomorrow, and then Tuesday it's going to be uh, you know, in the low 40s, and then it looks like it's going to warm up, and according to the 15-day, it's going to get warmer. It's going to be, we're not going to have these 30-degree days with snow, and it's just, it's awful. So um, so yesterday, yeah, I, I, I just didn't know what we were going to do. So on my way, so I decided to drive to Cleveland and go to a Chick-fil-A close to where we were going to golf, just in case we were going to golf, I'd be up there. And then on the way there, I got the note that said, not, we're not standing water on the course and it's just too cold. It's, you know, nobody wants to have wet feet when it's 41 degrees outside. So did not. So I went to the Chick-fil-A anyway. I finished chapter six. I got rid of the cliffhanger. I did not. I decided I didn't want a cliffhanger. That's the one thing where I disagreed with the rest of the writers club on. Everybody else said, yeah, it's okay to have a cliffhanger. And I thought, I just, I don't like it. I, I don't like the way it works. Um, so I changed it. And I added a, a resolution to the very end. And I think it's a good resolution. It works out okay. It's kind of a tense chapter with a fun little ending. And I'm very happy with it. And it's funny because it went from 985 words after the original first draft. And I ended on uh, yesterday morning with 1,873. So I almost doubled the words as I went in and added descriptions and emotions and tension and all that stuff. Which is typical of how I work. I usually write all... all uh, all dialogue in my first draft, then I go back the second time and I just add everything else to it. So I started working on chapter seven at the same time. Um, it's a long one. It was like 3,300 words. I think I added about 85 words as I went through it. Um, got most of the way through it. It just needs a reread and maybe Grammarly and I can call it done. Um, after though, after Chick-fil-A, I decided to go to a store in Cleveland called Micro Center that I absolutely love. It's a big computer store. And I had had some issues in my golf simulator earlier the week. Earlier in the week, the, um, the the computer that I use is on Microsoft Surface, and it's just not keeping up with 
the uh, software I use in my golf simulator. So yesterday afternoon, I bought all the parts and pieces at Micro Center to build a new gaming computer. And it's not a high-end gaming computer because I'm not, I'm, 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 I don't play games. Um, but it is a low-end gaming computer. So it's about, I think I, I spent about $800 total. Uh, when I got home last night, I ended up going through and building the entire thing, everything except for putting windows on it. And it took me a couple hours and uh, it was kind of fun. It was a little tedious and there were some wires I think I hooked up wrong because a couple things don't work. I have to go back in and check that out. But uh, everything's working. Uh, this morning I got up and because it's Easter, nothing is open. So I just decided to take the day off writing. And uh, I put windows on that computer. I went to the grocery store. You know, I, I went to a couple places and um, to the places that were actually open. My normal grocery store wasn't open. I had to go somewhere else. But um, yeah, just got a bunch of errands done. Things I really didn't do yesterday because I was out and about all day. But uh, so as of now, I, I'm through chapter seven. It probably needs a reread and it needs to go through Grammarly. But uh, I wanted to get through chapter nine based on my goal and I only made it through chapter seven, which is fine. It, it's okay. Um, and then, like I said, today, nothing nothing in the morning. I'm recording the podcast as I speak. Um, not necessarily as you listen, but as I speak. Uh, I have dinner probably about 4.30 with my mom and dad for Easter. And then I don't really have anything planned for afterward. You know, I might pull my, uh, pull my um, Chromebook out and work on Chapter 7 a little bit. Or a couple other things I want to work on. So we'll see what happens tonight. In terms of my 2022 goals, I really don't have anything on here that that um that is changed by this past week i will say that my my um my uh home refinance uh did get turned down it's it's really weird they 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 valued my home on zillow at one thing uh the bank valued it at just a little bit less and then when the appraiser came through he valued it at almost half the price of zillow which is really really frustrating i don't know what his what his problem was i don't know why he did that i don't know what what the big difference was but you know the houses on either side of me sold for more than my house, almost uh, I don't know, ten percent more than my house, fifteen percent more over the last year, year and a half. Two houses, uh, one on each side of me, did, and for some reason he valued my house really low, and the 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 home refinance got turned down. It's not the end of the world. Um, I'm still gonna pay my car off like normal, and then pay my house off like normal, and I'm paying ahead, so the interest rate isn't a huge deal being where it is. It's really high right now because I got it with bad credit like 20 years ago. But um, but once I start um, paying on the house, it's not gonna matter anyway because I'll be paying so much extra every month. So I'm not I'm not too concerned about it. So I should still be able to get through my financial 2022 goal, which is to finish baby step two, which is to pay off my car, uh, do baby step three, which is to save some money, uh, save, I think it's save three to six months of pay, uh, do baby step four, which is increase the amount that goes into my 401k, and then start baby step six. I'm gonna skip five. Five, if I remember correctly, is putting away for your kid's college I don't have kids, um, as far as I know. And then, so baby step six is to then start paying on my house, which I plan to do. So that is, I still, I, I still, I'm still on track to do everything I want to do this year. It's just, you know, I, I wanted to refinance my house and have a little bit better options when doing it, but that's okay. Um, all right, over to my news. A couple things here. I, I've been getting emails from Story Origin. I think a couple emails in the last couple weeks about a critique partner. He's trying this this new thing. I think it's probably like a beta where he's trying to create ways for people to hook up and become critique partners of each other. I really, really have a lot of interest in this. I really enjoy having someone else read my story as I go through it and just give me their ideas. You know, I really enjoy doing it with my mom. I really like the way the Writers Club works. I mean, it's really good. 
the the only issue with this is I don't really want to lock myself into having to take the time that I want to write to read somebody else's thing. You know, and I don't even care if it's good or bad or whatever. You know, if it's in the genre that I like, it's no big deal. It's just more about time than anything. Um, apparently, other people were having those questions also because he sent out an email a couple days ago with a frequently asked questions on it. And one of the questions was, um, what am I committing to? And he said, you're not committing to anything. All you have to do is see a bunch of matches and then you can pick if you want to um, be a critique partner with someone. It's completely up to you. It's almost like a dating app for critique partners. It's kind of funny. Um, he said, what if I don't need a critique for anything? That's fine. Um, how much time? Yeah. So he's just talking about how it's an experiment. Um, he put some screenshots up. It looks like a really nice setup that he has in terms of being able to read and edit, not edit somebody else's, but like but comment on somebody else's uh, work as you go through. So I am kind of interested in it. I may sign up because there's no commitment. I might just sign up and see what comes back. Will I find someone who's writing something that I'll enjoy reading and critiquing and maybe they would enjoy reading mine at the same time. Um, and it looks like you can go slow with it. Like if, you know, I'm not gonna put a whole manuscript, I'm not gonna wait three months and then put my entire manuscript. It looks like I can put it out there a chapter at a time. So this is something I'm gonna investigate a little bit more. And again, it's through Story Origin. Uh, my Amazon ads, my Amazon ads are going so strangely right now. It's, you know, I'm actually getting, I, have, I currently have a, a one click every 428 impressions, which is awesome. You know, the goal was always one per 1,000, and if I got below 500, I was really excited. I'm below 500. I'm at 428, which is amazing. Uh, I'm spending 20 cents per click. I did get a, uh, a little bit more in the page read section, but it's on the same one that, that gave me page reads. Uh, it's on the same ad that gave me page reads, and I still only have one click on that ad. So I assume it's the same person just read a little bit more of my book. So I'm still not making money yet on these Amazon ads, but it's getting closer. Um, I really, really need to get that blurb and that cover updated just to see if I can figure out why I'm not getting more purchases or more page reads. Um, I really feel like I should be. I, I think the blurb is really good, but maybe who cares what I think nobody else does. So I will go through that at some point. Um, let's see, Facebook ads. So I, I, Rich talked about this a couple weeks ago about doing a Facebook ad to try to build his mailing list on his murder mystery that he hasn't released yet and try to do it before he releases it, have an actual list to send to before he releases it. And I really love this idea. I'm going to steal it from him and I'm going to do it too. Um, and I spent the week trying to come up with ideas of how do I want to do this? I don't want to have to send an email out every month or every two weeks. But I do need to stay in contact with the people who do sign up for this list. So I'm going to do an email automation. And the way that I think I might set it up right now is they sign up for the, 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 um, to be on the list. They instantly get a thank you reply. 24 hours later, they'll get a cover reveal. Here's what the cover is going to look like because I already have that finished. Um, maybe two weeks later, they get a character sheet. Here are all the characters. Here's a little description of all of them. And then maybe I cast them with actors and actresses, uh, which I... I like doing that. I haven't done it for this book yet, but maybe I should. Two weeks later, they get a location scouting sheet that just talks about the different locations. Two weeks later, they get a first half of chapter one, ed unedited, um, by, well, unedited by my editor, edited by me, obviously. And then two weeks later, they get a second half of chapter, the, the second half of chapter one. And that's where I stop. I'm not going to give any, anything else away on that. But um, the only issue with that is I really like to time it so that two weeks later, the book was released. And I don't... I don't know if I can do that. So maybe I could spread it out from two weeks to three weeks. I, I'm still working on the timing of this. The other issue is I can't just do these as I please. I have to have all of these items finished 
before I put the Facebook ad up to begin with because the minute somebody signs up, that other stuff has to come through. So this is something I'm working on. I thought about it throughout the week and now I might start taking, maybe creating some Word documents, making some PDFs and uh, try to get the automation actually set up uh, uh, properly. So. Uh, that's all I have for news. Uh, it's really just more about writing than anything. Uh, my running list of future things to do. Um, I still need to get that screen door in my back. And I need a, a door for my golf simulator also. It's just, I'm putting it off because the weather stinks. I, I just wanted to wait till the weather is a little, weather is a little bit better to do this. And it, the weekends have been so bad. <clears throat> uh, I need to update my blurb. I just talked about that. I'm getting clicks now, but not enough sales or page reads. I need to update my blurb to try to figure out you know, why people are not purchasing. I might tear it down and just rewrite it from scratch. Maybe go to one of the Brian's, Brian Cohen or Brian Meeks, and uh, try to determine, you know, maybe I can find like a, here's how you do it from start with their stuff. I, I've used it in the past. I mean, if I just tear it down and start over, I can come up with something a little bit different. Uh, and then Yoast. So I went through, um, last week, I believe it was, I went through Yoast video on YouTube. Yoast is the third-party plugin that I use for WordPress on my website where I can do like search engine optimization. So I went through and uh, updated the the one of the podcast um, episodes and I went through after submitting the podcast last week and I updated that one. And I put all the information in Yoast so that it likes it. It's supposed to give me better surf, search engine optimization and, and I'm gonna do it with this one once I'm finished. Now that I feel a little bit better about it, I think what I may do is, uh, what I need to do now is update the same kind of data on my books pages on my website. So on each of my book pages, I need to go in and update the Yoast plugin there to try to get better search engine optimization toward my books. So those are my three running lists of future things to do right now. Um, in terms of my addicted to, uh, it's still the StoryGrid podcast. I am listening to old episodes. I think I finally got into the 2017 episodes. And uh, I love this show. It's such a great show in terms of teaching people how to write and how to make sure that the book does what it's supposed to do and the book works. And I love following along with the story grid and they talk about the hero's journey a lot, which I also love. And uh, so I'm just continuing to listen to those as I work and as I drive back and forth to and from all the different restaurants I go to when I write. All right, so I spent a lot of time back in like November and December talking about <clears throat> my writing schedule and how I have to have a routine. If I don't have a routine, I just, I don't write very well. I don't get much done. And once I get a routine, um, it, everything turned around for me. I was just getting word after word. I was getting words done every day and it was going great. So I finally established that routine back in like January and now I'm gonna change it again. Uh, it's not a big change, but it has to change because it's eventually going to get warmer outside. I don't know when, but eventually it's going to get warmer. So here is my routine for this week, and I'll, I'll talk about why I'm changing it as I go. So Monday is now no longer an off day or an optional day. Mon Monday is my new hothead burrito evening uh, early in the week night. Tuesday, I'll do my treadmill at lunch like normal, and my golf league starts. So I'll leave my house right about 4 o'clock. And I'll get to, uh, the golf course I golf at is about an hour away, so I'll get there. And my golf league, I think my tee time is 5.20. And um, I won't be home until like 10, 10, 15. So that's going to be a no writing day. That'll, basically, I'm exchange. I'm, I'm switching around Monday and Tuesday because of golf league. Uh, it's supposed to be yucky and rainy this week, though. Shocker there. Uh, it's supposed to be low 40s. And there might even be snow Tuesday morning, which is funny. So I don't know if the golf league is going to happen this week. It probably will. Because we're, we're usually, it really does take a lot for us to cancel. But um, just in case it cancels, then I'll probably do something Tuesday night also for writing. 
Wednesday and Thursday, just like normal, I'm going to write at my favorite sub place uh, here in, in, in town. Uh, Friday, treadmill, lunch, back to hothead in the evening. And then Saturday and Sunday, things start to change too. I expect to start golfing again in the morning like I did last summer where I golfed every Saturday and every Sunday. Tea time was usually around 7. I would get home around 1230. Um, and in both cases, I would get home around 1230 and I would go somewhere. So like Saturday, I could go to like Five Guys or Hothead or something. And Sunday, I could go to Panera or Hothead, whatever. I could, you know, I'll find places to go now because I expect to golf. Now, if the weather is crappy, which is definitely a possibility because it's been so bad now if i mention that um then what i'll do is i'll readjust and i'll go back to what i did before which was chick-fil-a in the morning on saturday or panera in the morning on sunday so either way i will get writing sessions in but i will also get 18 holes of golf in it's gonna be my weekends are so busy nowadays it's like all of my friends with kids are always talking about how they have to go to sports and they have to do this and they have to do that and i'm like oh i'm single i don't have any kids but yet somehow i figure out how to use like every minute of my weekend up um so that's what I'm doing this time. Uh, Friday at 11.59 p.m. Eastern Time, I'll probably be asleep, but I bet I get an email for the 100-word microfiction challenge. It starts next weekend. So this is something I talked about before, and I will put the link in the show notes. But what this is is they will send me on uh, Friday night at 11.59, they will send me a, let's see, an, a genre, an action, and a word. So for example, mystery... Uh, gunshot rings out the word flower. And then you have to take those three items and you have to work them into a 100-word microfiction story. Now, I read some of the winning submissions on their website a couple weeks ago. And they, in my head, I'm like, oh, yeah, hero's journey. You know, you have to go through the, you have to have a, a um, you know, a beginning, a middle, an end. You have to have a villain, a, 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 a what do you call it, a, a all is lost moment you know you have to have the climax at the end how the hell do you do that with 100 words and then i started reading those ones that were on their website and they don't do that they're more like uplifting type things or they're more um but i don't know how to explain it there's they're not stories in my mind i don't know what they are but they're not stories they're almost things that you would see like on pictures at the hobby lobby that you would hang on your wall it was you know the motivational stuff or whatever and it's i don't know if i'm gonna be any good at that so throughout the week this week i'm gonna take a little bit of time and try to find some youtube videos on how to write these things and and i'll read the the winning ones again on the website and i'll just see if i get a better idea of how to do it and then you have 24 hours to submit it so i get it on 11:59 eastern time and i don't have to submit it until 11:59 saturday eastern time so even if i golf and i go write and everything i'll um you know, I'll, I'll come home in the evening and I'll write it and I'll submit it. I mean, it's 100 words. It shouldn't take very long. Although with the way that I write, I'll probably have to run it through Grammarly and edit it. And I'm not going to story grid it, although it would be funny to see how that would work if I did it. Would it be with just one entry? I don't know. So that is my week. My weekly goal this week is to get... Now, last week I said I wanted to get through Chapter 9 and I failed. This week I only want to get through Chapter 8 and here's why. Because I, I have basically Chapter 7 and 8 to do... And then I want to reread chapters one through eight. That's pretty much my beginning hook. You know, it's act one of my story. That gets my character into the uh, crossing the threshold phase of the hero's journey. So that's kind of when you go from the, the real world to the whatever the world. So imaginary world? I forget what the word is. The um, Whatever the word is. Um, that, that world. And uh, I, I think that's a good place to stop and just go through the first eight chapters and make sure that everything makes sense. I'm happy with it. I don't need to make any changes. I didn't spell anything wrong. I didn't put any character names in there that are wrong. And so on and so forth. So uh, that is my goal for the week. And that is all I have for the podcast. It's a short one. It's Easter. 
I'm going to post this thing and then clean up my house a little bit and then go over to my parents for dinner. Um, as always, thank you for listening. Uh, if we have any new listeners and you've only been listening to me the last couple weeks, um, next week Rich will be back and it'll be the two of us. I'm sure it will be like a 90 minute podcast like normal. Um, and at some point in the next couple weeks, make sure you listen because Lindsay should, I'm gonna try to get Lindsay back on. She already said she'd come back on. I just have to figure out what day it is. And I wanted uh, I wanted Rich to be here when she came back on. Uh, if you wanna get a hold of me, you can email me jerry at jerryevanoff.com. Find me on Twitter, jerrye25. Uh, Facebook, Jerry Evanoff author. If you like what I do here, if you like what we all do here, you can go to Buy Me a Coffee and you can contribute to the podcast. Um, buymeacoffee.com slash Jerry Evanoff. Uh, if you want to talk to Rich, you can email him, rich, richcasey.com, or go to his Facebook page, Rich Casey author. And hell, if you want to send Lindsay an email, lindsay at livesandseevanoff.com. Everything's in the show notes, so, so you can find all of our contact information there. And as I said, uh, thank you for listening, everyone, and, and happy Easter. Thanks for listening to the new author podcast. Check back next week for another episode. And for more information, find Jerry at www.jerryevanoff.com and Lindsay at www.lindsayevanoff.com. 